through your freedom. Jibber-jabber. Don't be babbling like a fool. Say what you got to say. That's all. Then shut your dang pothole. Gotta love Mr. T. Gotta love that guy. Folks, welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. It doesn't matter how much adjusting prior to the broadcast, the camera is never the same once we go live. And we are live. If you're on the preparedmind.club, if you're on subscribestar.com, then you're with me live right now. This is a massive day, folks. I know uh, if you watched the earlier video, I really went in depth with everything we know up to this point about the FBI politicized attack on our constitutional republic, on our individual rights, on the Bill of Rights, on the Declaration of Independence, on President Trump's estate. Unprecedented and unheralded, right? It's, it's Well, it's being heralded now. Everyone's screaming and yelling from the rooftops. Get your questions in, folks. We've got a lot to talk about. We certainly do a lot to talk about today. Not just President Trump, but we got a lot on that, folks. We've got Trump. We've got corruption. And we've got the FBI. Now, <clears throat> right, where do we start? Really, where do we start? Uh, by by raiding Trump's place in Mar-a-Lago and passing $700 billion, right, during a recession. The Biden regime, folks, has revealed it is not concerned, doesn't care about, isn't worried about the coming 2022 elections, right? It seems like they're going with this, right? Now, some people are saying, hey, the fix is in. We know they're going to cheat. We know this. We know that. Well, there's several things that have become evident to me. Oh, by the way, get your questions into Jolene. Get them in now. Very important, folks. What is going on is outrageous. And I know you're going to have your own thoughts to talk about. Now, uh, with regard to the Democrats being willing to raise your taxes, hire 87,000 IRS agents. And I put a tweet out on YouTube showing a picture of a super stadium full of 87,000 people to give you an idea of how many more IRS agents there will be as soon as they can get them outfitted with an ink pen, a badge, and a gun. The Democrats don't care, folks, about the coming election. What does that tell us? Well, several things are evident to me, and I want to share them with you so you can consider them. Put them in your own, right? computational matter. Republicans, folks, are outraged and they will get out the vote even more, right? The Democrats, therefore, we can conclude, will lose even bigger or should lose even bigger, right? Now, the Democrats, those that are eh, a little, uh, shall we say, down about the fact that they're paying more for gas, more for food, that their disposable income is going to the hidden tax and then the new increased taxes that Biden is giving them, 
But this attack on Trump will inspire them a little bit to vote, uh, give them a little confidence boost. Uh, they're going to scream a little louder if they lose and react more violently before and after Election Day. Right? What else has become evident as a result of Biden using the Department of Justice, the Attorney General, and the FBI in its corrupt attack on liberty and constitutional limitations of government? The, you know, the Biden administration plans, all of their plans show they are idiots and that they have miscalculated and that they have failed. And this is likely the same case. It'll be the same consequence for this attack on Trump and our freedoms. It's going to be a failure. It's going to backfire. And what else is evident, in my opinion? Democrats believe they can cheat the election just like they did before and keep control of the House and the Senate. But I think the Democrats underestimate the anger and resentment of Biden and his economic damage and the threats we're receiving as Americans being told not only to get higher taxes, you're going to get higher taxes and you're going to be audited too. And what does an audit mean? An audit means agents will go through your file with a fine tooth comb after the computer does it for us, folks. The computer knows exactly how much you owe. Everything's computerized, computer filed. They don't need these agents unless these are individual carpet-bagging, door-knocking agents that come looking for us so they can intimidate and penalize us. What do you see happening as a result of Trump's estate being taken over, raided? What do you see as a result of this? What comes next? Right? Share your questions. In the comment section, share them with Jolene so we can get them up on the big board. This is a huge move, folks. It's pissed a lot of people off. It's upset a lot of people because they didn't think things were this bad. It's waking people up, folks, left and right, that's for sure. At the federal level, at the local level, and at the state level. Now, <clears throat> Governor Ron DeSantis you know, that guy over there in Florida, right? Well, he said this in a tweet. The raid of Mar-a-Lago is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents, while people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves. Now the regime is getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adversaries? Banana Republic. I'll tell you what, folks, I think he was very nice to say that the way he did. He could have been a whole lot more rude about it. Uh, but yeah, he made the point. He pointed the threats. He displayed the hypocrisy and described the situation. Folks, it's not a mystery what has happened. Not to you, not to me, not to all of America. Indeed, folks, the world. I have checked out comments and videos from around the planet, and everybody can see it. It's not a mystery, right? It's not. I mean, I, 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 whether we're talking about millennials and even uh, Generation Z, all the way up through Gen X and into the boomers, folks. Now, here's a couple of guys. They're called the Hodge Twins, and they put out a tweet today I thought was pretty good. 
uh, <clears throat> right? They are raiding the homes of political opponents. They're building a tax army to come after our money and assets. They are indoctrinating our kids. They are sending our tax dollars to corrupt countries and they wanna take away our guns. And then they follow that with the emoji of the middle finger, seven of them. <laughs> but that's just it, folks. What they followed that all that tweet up with is, and they wanna take away our guns. If you didn't want them coming after your guns a month ago, a year ago, a decade ago, 20 years ago during the Clintons, 25 years ago, 30 years ago with the assault weapons ban. If you thought they were dangerous then, do you see what's happening today as a complete and total attack and threat to you? Now, what if they come out and say, now, now we would like your guns, America. We've got 87,000 more IRS agents. We've got the FBI going after political opponents. We're indoctrinating your kids. We're raising your taxes. We're giving you massive inflation and we want your guns. Are you more willing to give them up? Or are you more determined to never give up your guns? Because you know what happens. The moment you give up your guns, the tyrants in charge know that nobody can fight back. You see, that's just it. What stops tyranny is the threat of retaliation. Now, see, in law enforcement, in the criminal justice system, they say having lots of police and a strict judicial and penal system is a deterrent for crime. At least they used to say that before Democrats decided to ruin America. In order to keep crime low, you make sure you catch, prosecute, and punish the bad guys. It's a deterrent. The death penalty is a deterrent. All of these things are a deterrent. They keep people on the straight and narrow, right? The fear that we, you and I, you and I have as John Q. Citizen, the fears we have of going to jail, right? Of losing our lives. That fear is what keeps us on the straight and narrow. What keeps government on the straight and narrow is us getting in their face, telling them how it is, and then you and I also reserving our right 100% to not only have a Second Amendment and a First Amendment right to free speech, but that it is our right and our duty to throw off tyrannical government. That is a right and a duty that we all share. And if we fail in our obligation and our duty, then we get that tyranny which we fear. But if you give up your rights ahead of time, then tyranny will surely follow because there will be no more deterrent. There's no more deterrent. And speaking of that, after what happened to President Trump and what happened to America last night, does, does anyone doubt Christopher Wray and the FBI aren't a bunch of absolute scum, scumbags? Does anyone doubt that any longer? Folks, celebrities on the internet, important people on the internet, economists on the internet, scholars on the internet, famous people, semi-famous people are all calling this absolute corruption and scum. Everyone, folks, 
and it should include you, I would hope. Everyone is standing up and saying, this is absolutely unacceptable. But folks, in Cuba, in 1959, right, when commies and Castro took over, right, old people, folks, old people, old Cubans in America are saying, this reminds me of 1959. Okay, I was born in 1970, right? I'm 52. So anybody who is 65 and older down in Miami, anyone from Cuba that is older than 65, and there's a lot of them, they know a communist takeover when they see it. They know corruption. They know government violence when they see it. And oh yeah, folks, uh, Justin Trudeau, prime minister of Canada, he looks an awful lot like Fidel Castro. And he's every bit the tyrant. And I'm sure he would be far worse, right? right? If he didn't have as much restriction. But that could all come off, folks, like a mask, right? It can all come off. And I ain't done. I'm not done. Get your questions in because at the half hour, folks, at the half hour, we will turn the show over to you and your questions, your topics, because there's a lot out there. Now, it's not just me, and it's not just you, and it's not just right-wingers, and it's not just politicians, and it's not just regular people, folks. It is the mainstream that knows that Biden has gone too far. And I, I, I know this is going to backfire against him, right? Even on CNN, the most liberal communist supporting news network ever. The most Clinton ass kissing, the most Joe Biden propping up, the most full of crap channel out there. They put on a legal analysis, right? A legal analyst. He's an analyst. <laughs> the legal analyst on CNN says the FBI raid was not warranted not warranted and he referred back and many people referred to uh, sandy burglar right who, who worked for a democrat president stole documents which is how he got the name sandy burglar right stole documents even he was able to plea that down to a misdemeanor having knowingly stole documents so this idea that trump could have some paper that belongs in some other library somewhere that that's a crime. It's ridiculous. Anyways, the CNN legal analyst says that is a, quote, daring and dangerous move by the Department of Justice, end quote, to do what they did. This CNN legal analyst knows that this will backfire. The left was, I don't know what they were hoping for. All they did was excite their voter base with, well, it's August, so September, October, November, exactly three months to go. We're at the three-month mark, and they've excited their base. They will forget everything, folks, within a week. Their voter base, not their, not their elitist egghead uh, uh, political scientists. They'll remember all this in three months, but the average Democrat will not. They'll need to continue to dredge this up on a weekly basis on TV. They'll need to add more bullshit to it folks. Bullshit. And, and when we talk about the left and their bullshit and how they can lie to their own people and their people will believe it until they forget it. This is a prime example. Just from today, Nancy Pelosi took 
to the airwaves on mainstream media. And I don't know what drugs she is on. I don't know what she has been drinking, old 90 proof Nancy. I don't know what she's been smoking. But here is a quote from part of her speech. She was kissing ass. Xi Jinping put his rumpus in the air and Nancy put a full on set of lips all over that thing. Right. And she said, China is one of the freest societies in the world. China is one of the freest societies in the world. I mean, have, have any of us heard of the Tiananmen Square massacre? Has anyone paid attention to the fact that the Uyghurs, which are a, uh, a native Asian people who have de uh, developed alongside next to the Chinese, they're being used as slave labor. They're being abused, rounded up, put in concentration camps by the Chinese government. And they're the freest society on the, in the world, really. One of them, give me a freaking break. Right now, more Chinese provinces are being shut down, locked down. They have also, folks, get this, in China, the freest, one of the freest places on the planet. What a crock of shit. Uh, <clears throat> They have a problem over there, folks. They have a big problem. They, they have a new bug. Did you know that? A new bug. There's a new bug in China. Not a new kid in town, but a new bug. Uh, I, I've forgotten the name of it. Hopefully, I can find it here for you guys because I want you to pay attention. I want you to hear it. It's the Langya. Right? There's a new virus called Langya. L-A-N-G-Y-A. And it is infected, wait for it, it has infected 35 people, but more importantly, it's more fatal than Cerveza bug. And it's already up to 35 people. Isn't that incredible? They, they caught someone in the hospital. They got a sample of what they're sick with. They sent it to a lab. They tore it down with all of their supercomputers and they were able to get the results back to the hospital and back to the People's Liberation News Network and then report to the world that they have only 35 people sick with it, right? If this was incredibly infectious and fatal, half the city would already be dead, right? <clears throat> we've already played this game, haven't we? I could have swore we've already played this game. Where's the evidence that this is more fatal? Where's the evidence any of us should give a shit? I'm calling BS. We played this game enough already, folks. We have. You and I, we know how to look through this shit. The same way we're able to look and say, uh, so you're going to raid President Trump. You're going to go to his home. Well, then you must have a warrant. Well, guess what, folks? There was actually a warrant issued by Judge Bruce Reinhardt. He signed the warrant, but guess who he worked for, folks? Judge Bruce Reinhardt used to be legal counsel, the attorney for, the lawyer of, and negotiated the don't send him to jail plea years ago of Jeffrey Epstein. That's right, folks. 
pedophile man himself, Lolita Express jet owner who flies politicians and businessmen and royalty to his island to play pedophile games with unwitting, duped, and who knows what other types of kids were there. And by the way, they captured Jeffrey. They had a few talks with him, I bet. They've got Jizzy Maxwell. Found her guilty, folks. And how many others have been arrested for pedophilia? Of course, we know Prince Andrew of England. Prince Andrew of England, douchebag extraordinaire. He was a good buddy of Epstein's. He's in trouble, right? He's in trouble. Bad boy. They're going to keep him out of the press for a few years, but he's not on trial. Even though he's been named by his victims. How about, hmm, how about Bill Gates? Good buddy. Good buddy of Jeffrey Epstein. How come we don't have one person, high level or not, that the FBI can go raid and arrest them? No, no, no. We're not going to get because Jeffrey Epstein, folks, was buddies with the likes of Bill Clinton. He was good buddies. And I don't mean he just met them at a party or passed them in a restaurant. I, Folks, I know two people who have met Jeffrey Epstein. Right? People meet that guy. They run into that guy. He talks to people. He's notable to look at. Right? Anyways, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. How about that? Where is everybody that was in his little black book? You telling me the FBI couldn't figure out how to open up his Rolodex? <sighs> Anyways, Judge Bruce Reinhardt was Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer. Remember what Trump was doing? Trump was saying no more sex trafficking, no more child sex trafficking. It's done. It's over. And he tried exposing it. And boy, howdy, was that when... The deep state really knuckled down. They decided it was time to pull all, folks, all of the strings to unravel the whole system, to give us SHTF and the Great Reset. And they can't afford to have Trump around or anyone else opposing them. So if you want to oppose them and, and actually be someone like, I don't know, Matt Getz, Marge, Big Marge, Taylor Green, little Lauren Boebert, Senator Grassley, right? Now, now, folks, um, a lot of Republicans in Congress have decided that they're gonna they're gonna say something, but not U.S. senators. They have not condemning anything. Mitch McConnell, Turtle Mitch McConnell, hasn't said jack shit about the raid on President Trump. Now, interestingly, folks. The House Republicans have pledged an investigation of the Department of Justice with a November win. Well, I guess it's up to us to vote as fast and as hard as possible, right, when it comes to election time. Now, this is interesting. And I think that he, because I've been following him intentionally on Twitter to see what the hell he's doing because every single congressman from the House of Representatives is up for re-election every two years, like it or not. Even Nancy Pelosi, every two years, has to get re-elected. So House Minority Leader, the Republican, Kevin McCarthy says, I've seen enough. The Department of Justice has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politicization. 
<clears throat> he says, when Republicans take back the House, we will conduct immediate oversight of this department, follow the facts, and leave no stone unturned. Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. That's right, folks. It's some pretty tough talk coming from McCarthy. I don't trust him further than I can kick him. We may have some investigations, but let's see. What did the FBI do to the House of Representatives when Trump was president? And they had some problems with, that's right, folks, James Comey, Christopher Wray, Peter Strzok, and other FBI people who were ordered congressional subpoena told to bring documents, they refused. Told to bring documents, they refused. Told to bring documents, and they showed up with the wrong documents. They showed up with documents that were fully redacted and blacked out and told, you don't get to see what was on this, but we brought the document. That's what you said. You want to see, you wanted to see the documents? Here they are all blacked out. Fucking black page, just ink everywhere. Right? What was on this warrant that went to, right, President Trump's? What were you really doing there? What were you looking for? Why not talk to President Trump and give him the information you're after, right? This is this is Representative Jim Jordan. He asked this, you know, Monday night. What was on that warrant? What were you really doing, right? Hey, <clears throat> we deserve answers now, and this Friday would be a good time. Well, Jerry Nadler, call up Christopher Ray, call up Merrick Garland, bring them in front of the House Judiciary Committee so we can ask them the questions that the American people deserve the answers to. Not gonna happen. Now, uh, Representative uh, Scalise said in a statement, let's be clear, this is a brazen weaponization of the FBI by Biden's Department of Justice against his political opponent while giving their political allies free passes. You see, it's, there's a lot of congressmen out there. Now, McCarthy's talking tough, but he needs, I mean, you, you can't just hold a hearing. You have to hold a hearing with the promise that you'll get the answers and you will prosecute the criminal efforts. Because this is criminal, folks. A violation of the Constitution by the government is criminal, right? Acting as authority under color of law is a violation of the uh, Code of Federal Regulations. Now, <clears throat> Representative Stefanik, chair of the House Republican Conference, called what happened with Trump a dark day in American history. Political weaponization of the FBI and Department of Justice is an actual threat to democracy. It's a threat to our constitution, our constitutional rights, and our constitutional republic. Learn the language there, Representative. Learn it. There's so much here. I mean, uh, Representative Mike Johnson out of Louisiana, vice chairman of the House Republican Conference, had this to say. Complete weaponized the DOJ, eroded the people's faith in our justice system. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Well, good golly, we're getting close to folks turning it over to you. Get your questions in to Jolene. Now, <clears throat> right, Representative Johnson said, uh, today's raid on the former president's home in the middle of an election season looks like another egregious and unprecedented abuse of power. We will restore order and accountability as soon as we regain the gavels for a Republican majority in November. It can't happen soon enough. And I agree with them, folks. But understand this. People showed up in Mar-a-Lago while this was happening. People called me, spoke with me and said, what do we do? People were pissed. 
It's not so much that they love Trump, that they love our republic and don't want to see this happening. Trump is a figurehead who's being attacked because he's being supported by people who want America to become great again, that want to put America first. He is the symbol of that, not the author of it. So if they can take down the symbol, it's like tearing down the flag. The potential, folks, for violence in this is very real. The Democrats want violence so they can claim that radical white supremacists, Nazis, terrorists, that's exactly what Republicans are. They want to make that claim. The left is salivating, folks, for an opportunity to get violent. Do not be fooled, folks, by their naked hatred. You will know the time to respond when it happens. It ain't yet. Be patient. Be vigilant. But understand, that's what the Democrats want. Right? They want to encourage violence the same way they did in 2020 with their own people. When they turn them loose on the United States, the people, the cities, and they burned and they looted and they murdered for months while Democrats refused help from the National Guard to bring it under control. It's unbelievable, folks. Un-freaking-believable. I've got so much more to talk about, and I'm out of time. I mean, I didn't even get, folks, to the fact that Taiwan is basically antagonizing China now. War drums beating, boom, 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 right? Taiwan is holding its own live fire drills, folks, and warning warning that China, right, is prepping, preparing for future invasion. Now, Taiwan also is sending diplomats to Beijing to talk about stepping things down. At the same time, they say, look how tough we are, folks. One mistake, one error, one goof up, one false flag. China could sink a small boat and say it was hit by Taiwan, that they were attacked. They could film it, release it to the public and say this was an act of war and that they need to restore order in Taiwan by invading it and taking it as their own and returning it rightfully under control of the People's Liberation Army and Chinese Communist Party. Oh, there's so much more to talk about, folks. You go ahead and tell me what you want to talk about. We are now going to do the Q&A. Are you ready? We're back. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you have a, a person, an event, a place, and boy, we have events, anything you want to talk about, past, future, history, predictions, whatever you want to talk about, this is your chance. Let's see your questions. We got Vincent Boyle, our brother from another, well, mother country, uh, Belfast, Ireland, checking in. Now, he says, question, was the FBI raid a distraction for crack boy's laptop? Papers were due today. Uh, it served many purposes, uh, Vincent. It, it truly did, brother, and set five to you over there in Ireland. Uh, the FBI raid served as a distraction for Hunter Biden's laptop and information that was due, and it should have been number one headlines if it was well, Eric Trump, who smoked crack, 
snorted cocaine off a hooker's butts, screwed said hookers, and was weighing his cocaine and crack cocaine and other drugs in front of hookers. Do you think Eric Trump would be getting a pass? Or do you think it would be all over the news and a demand that law enforcement do something about it? What about, go ahead and leave that up there if you would, Jolene, because I'm going to get all over the place on this. Uh, uh, what if it was Donald Trump Jr.? What if it was Baron Trump, the, the young man? They'd be all over it. Now, a distraction. It was a distraction from that. It was also a fired shot, bam, across the bow of liberty itself. It's a distraction from all the other distractions to say, we can do what we want to you. Your constitution we spit on is what the FBI, the Department of Justice, the Attorney General, Merrick the Turd Garland, the entire folks, Biden regime in the White House, the, the entire Democrat political machine in Washington, D.C., the complete and total scumbag bureaucracy of federal governments and their three-letter alphabet soup agencies, and it is a complete and utter threat coming from the uber-rich, the super-powerful, like George Soros, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Zark Muckerberg, and others who are incredibly wealthy, and many not named, and many who can't be named because they hide their identity. Folks, I enjoy doing this because I want people to wake up. I want people to wake up, share that internet address right up there. Share that YouTube internet address so people can wake the hell up. This was a huge distraction as well as a threat and attack also that requires immediate response. We aren't in a shooting war. There is not violence on the streets everywhere. But Joe Biden and Washington and everyone that I just named, and even those who can't be named, take heed. Everyone noticed, watched, saw, and we're not distracted. Not the intelligent among us. But we just add that to the ever-growing list of violations of trust, faith, fidelity to the Constitution in our nation, and indeed failures to adhere to common decency, period. All right, Jolene. Thank you, Vincent. Great, great uh, angle to roll at. Get your questions in, folks. This is your chance, and you're live right now. Gary D. says, I think this raid will actually help Trump. Well, I, for one, agree with you. It helps Trump with Republicans. He has now been attacked unlawfully, right? And so he now becomes a political martyr. If they arrest him, it will only compound the effect. Again, the Democrats need to scare us, scare Trump, dissuade us, dissuade Trump. They need to paint Trump as bad, paint him as criminal, paint him as an insurrectionist. And then say, you, Trump, are disqualified from running for political office in 2024. They cannot afford to have that man, folks, Trump, take over the White House because the war is on. And they do not want America, the people, they do not want us to have a leader 
whether you like Trump, love Trump, believe in Trump, or just Trump is the best we got. Wherever you fall on that spectrum, he's certainly better than the absolute dinglehopper of a douchebag in the White House now. The man can't put on his coat. He can't put on his coat. Folks, today, Biden was doing a uh, <clears throat> press conference on the White House lawn. And he was there with the other scumbags, you know, like uh, <clears throat> Pelosi, up Chuck Schumer. In fact, Chuck Schumer went to speak at the microphone and he shook hands with everybody. He shook hands with President Biden. And then as he was shaking hands with other people, and then he turned around to the, to the podium, uh, Biden sticks his hand out and then kind of looks at it like, oh, he didn't shake my hand. Like five seconds later, he forgot that he had already shook his hand. They don't want Trump there to point this out. They don't want to show the difference by having Trump stand up there and go, remember when I was president? Things weren't so bad, were they? In fact, we were pushing to make America great. We were trying to do our best. At least we had control over the FBI. At least we had control over the CIA. At least we had control. Some control, somewhat, at least had them so that they couldn't just come right out, attack us, and then gaslight, lie about it, and then screw us over. Folks, they want those 87,000 IRS agents to scare us to death. You get, folks, you get a Republican Congress, House and Senate, and then get a Republican president in there. They can turn this shit back around. And if they didn't, folks, the clamoring and the screaming after two more years of this shit, by time the January would come around, it would be two and a half years from now, anybody in Washington who doesn't stand up and fix the problems is going to get shouted down. It's going to get ugly. Right Now, Republican pundits are going on the attack and, and saying, yeah, this is going to help Trump, right? They're all screaming, the FBI is corrupt everywhere, folks, right? This, this is a nuclear attack. Now, Mark Levin, and I don't quote him often, and I enjoy his material when I take the time to listen to it or read it. He says, this is the worst attack on this republic in modern history, period. Now, I say, short of the Patriot Act, the NDAA, and 9-11, but I'll allow Mr. Levin to have his opinion. He said, and it's not just an attack on Donald Trump. It's an attack on everybody who supports him. It's an attack on anybody who dares to raise serious questions about Washington, D.C. and the establishment in both parties. I haven't heard a damn thing from the Republican leadership in the Senate. Have you? Not one of those guys has put out a statement because they're weak. That's why. This is helping Trump point out who is and who is not folks, American, who is and who is not on your side. Truly, folks, disturbing developments. Um, very quickly, I wanted to let everyone know, I know that the Trump thing is like number one, but there has been a huge attack in Russia on an airbase deep inside the Crimean Peninsula, which has been held by Russia since 2014, right? A senior Ukrainian military official claims that the Ukrainian forces were behind the attack. Behind the attack? Ukrainian forces were behind the attack. Why does it sound like that? that's what Hamas would say or some pissant group taking responsibility and glory for an event that they can politically benefit from? Oh, yeah, that happened. And Ukrainian forces, we were behind it all the way. Uh, 
No, it makes me wonder if a larger military organization did this and pushed Ukraine in front of the spotlight and said, hey, you take credit for that. Folks, this is a mess, major, major, major mess. It's a major escalation in size and scope. Who wants more war and promised not to quit in this fight? NATO and D.C., folks. Relax. They know what they're doing. Crazy shit, I tell you. Okay, Jolene, what do we got next? Who's up? Who wants to, well, who wants to really talk about what's happening? Kathy LeMaster, that's who. Uh, it's a question comment. It says, I have a loan request in for an automatic seed spreader manufacturer here in Texas and was turned down by the bank because of the ESG, Environmental, Social, and Governance. It's yet another governing agency as we lenders, uh, we as lenders have to report to just to ensure we are lending fairly. Even though this is an eligible business within the SBA guidelines, my question, is it mainly because the lender just may happen to be based out of a blue state and they're worried these will be banned? Okay, so someone wants to make an automatic seed spreader, a freedom seed spreader. They're trying to get a loan through the Small Business Administration through a mainstream lending institution. Mainstream lending institutions have adopted ESG guidelines and rules. Sometimes they say, well, they're just a guideline. Well, if they're going to make a shit pile of money, it's just a guideline. Other times it's rules. Rules for thee, but not for me. And they'll deny something because they don't like the social implications. ESG environmental, social governance, right? You get an ESG score. And I think what's going on is uh, people are being kicked out of financial situations. People's bank accounts are being canceled. People's businesses are being treated unfairly. They're being singled out. Uh, they're being prejudicially attacked, folks, literally prejudicially treated, which is against the law. Everyone is supposed to be treated fairly and the same, regardless of age, race, belief system, color, uh, gender identification and sexual orientation, right? Everything. You're, it's all supposed to be even and fair, except when it's something that they say we all shouldn't. They get to decide what the moral compass is. And say, well, environmentally, that's just not a good thing. Or socially, it's unacceptable, right? The gun industry is being attacked. That's why they've left, folks. Gun manufacturers left the Northeast and other Northern places to move down South here, near me, around me, the states surrounding me. They love business. They love guns. They love freedom and liberty. But yeah, the banking institutions, well... They're shitting all over America, folks. What do you think, right? What do you think? The banks, the government, corporations, they all seem to have us trapped. And they're squeezing the life out of us, the lifeblood out of us, our freedoms, in an effort to control and dominate us. Higher uh, energy prices, higher food prices, fewer services, fewer benefits, higher taxes, more fear from big government. If they can go after General Flynn, if they can go after Peter Navarro, if they can go after 
Roger Stone, if they can go after Alex Jones, if they can go after President Trump, they'll have no problem going after you. And you know it, and I know it, and we all know we're just little people. ESG, that's their excuse for censoring us. That's their excuse, folks, for stepping all over our rights. The same way, if you don't get the Jim Jones juice, you can't come to our business. What business is yours asking me if I've been juicinated by saying, well, you have to prove you've gotten it. We're not denying you business. We're saying you have to have special credentials to come in here. You have to have a, a phone screen that shows your code that says you have taken an experimental DNA concoction and that you're so stupid, you'll believe Peter Fauci, Peter Fauci, Tony Fauci. That's how stupid you have to be. And then we'll let you in here to spend your money on our worthless shit. Right? That's what stores would love to do. Folks, we need to take back this country. It won't be easy. It won't be fast. But it needs to happen. And more and more people are getting pissed off. And real Americans are stepping up. Thank God it's about time. Now, one I'll point to, folks, right, who is now the Republican nominee in Arizona, Carrie Lake, who I think is going to make a vice president or presidential candidate in 2028. She needs some experience. She needs to get kicked in the teeth a little more. In fact, she's been kicked in the teeth. She used to be, I think, a news anchor, right, news reporter, television news who said enough of this shit, right? <clears throat> and has, has been treated like shit, attacked, screwed over, and everything through all of this. She's gotten her knocks in, but she'll probably need some more as governor. Anyway, she responds to the FBI and the attack on freedom and liberty. She says, quote, as governor, I will fight these tyrants with every fiber of my being. That's good. But folks, if they keep pushing us, corporations, government, if they keep coming after us, and law enforcement. How about we're going to fight back with, quote, every state militiaman and gun we have. Freedom comes first. How about that? Now, it's interesting, folks. You wouldn't have heard five years ago or 10 years ago or 15 years ago anyone at the level of governor say, as governor, I will fight these tyrants in D.C. with every fiber of my being because they just violated the trust, their oaths, and the law by attacking a president of this country. You would never hear that, folks, 15 years ago, much less five years ago, but here we are in 2022. And these are the words coming out of, right, conservative media, conservative gubernatorial candidates, sitting governors like DeSantis. It's gonna get nasty gonna get nasty let's do this let's take a look at what you want to talk about right <laughs> gary d steps up and says uh, do you think there's a chance the ss whoops the fbi will try to plant things in those trump files thoughts uh yes it would not surprise me in the least if the fbi manufactured evidence and said look what we found here on the computer and look what we found here in paper it wouldn't surprise me in the least if they manufacture evidence in an effort to create a crime. Right? Because what do we have? You have their word, the FBI, which America is now looking at more and more going, we don't trust you guys. We don't. 
your evidence that you put up, you could have clearly and easily tampered with. Video, photographic, or any other evidence of criminal behavior. America would say, wait a minute, you've got video, photographic, and email text messages from Hunter Biden about his dad and his drugs and his hookers and everything else he did, the business dealings using presidential or government authority, and you're going to go after Trump, right? The hypocrisy, folks, the stench from the hypocrisy rises to heaven, right? Everyone knows it. We all see it. Question is, right, will they do it? Will they? Or is this truly an effort to smear the president and try him get to get him to admit, to convince the American people that he has committed insurrection so that he can be disqualified from running in 2024, right? That's a tough one, right? Yeah, they're trying to convince us, folks. They're trying to smear him. That's exactly what this is. Now, with the Democrats, they smear themselves, right? They smear themselves. They show us exactly how out of touch and just just screwballs. They're absolute screwballs, folks. <clears throat> okay. <sighs> Lots of thoughts, yeah. They, they, Folks, they manufacture evidence of crime. They plant drugs on people. They commit, FBI does, sting operations. They send in an FBI agent to join a group and then rally and work with that group. They, they sponsor, they teach, they encourage illegal behavior. And when they finally get that group, whether it's to, to kidnap Gretchen Whitmore or commit some insane act, and then they arrest them and say, it's a sting, we got you. And it's like, well, you guys are the one who pushed this and made it happen. But still, that's how the FBI is. Boy, they're just freaking brilliant. Which is why we say, be careful, folks, of anybody trying to get you to convince you or your group or your family to do something illegal. There's a good chance it's the FBI because that's what they do. All right, let us move on. <laughs> We're going to move on and see what we got next. We got David. He said, you hear of the Florida man arrested, all weapons seized after, quote, armed with an assault rifle, unlawfully threatened violence to a landscaper and his daughter after a parking dispute. If so, your thoughts? Uh, the answer is no, David. I'm not aware of Florida man. Florida man uh, <laughs> strikes again. Sometimes Florida man goes to Louisiana and he's confused uh, or called Louisiana man. Yeah, there's there's a lot of craziness going on. <clears throat> um, but I can look at this and, and see this is a, a small scale, uh, shall we say, it, it's pretty weak. It's pretty weak sauce of local media trying to say, see, 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 someone's using an AR illegally. You know, well, we know that, right? We know that all of the mass shooters at malls and schools and churches, they like to use the AR-15. They like to use the AR-15 to kill as many people as they can so that the AR-15 can be what? Stigmatized. It can be the tip top, the number one reason for getting rid of guns and gun control and this and that, and they're so scary looking, and, and high-capacity magazines, and, and oh, yeah, red flag, and all the other things, right? But yeah, this, this seems pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Georgia man 
confronts landscaper, Florida man, right? Unlawfully threatens. Uh, <laughs> funny stuff. Well, we're coming, we're getting closer, folks, to the end uh, of the hour. So get your questions in, sneak them in here now, or forever hold your peace, right? Uman says, they didn't do anything to prevent the situation we're in the last time they had full control of the House, Senate, and presidency. It probably won't be any different if he, Mr. Trump, wins in 2024, says Uman. Uman is correct. They probably won't do anything different because the last time they had full control, President Trump's uh, 2016, 2017, 2018 uh, had full control and they didn't fix anything. They didn't. So, I mean, the history... Uh, guiding us and serving as our example tells us they're going to suck again anyways, the Republicans. They're not going to really do anything, right? They're going to they're gonna be a bunch of uh, toothless tigers or paper tigers. Um, the only thing I can say in response to you, Mr. Uman, because you're absolutely correct with regard to their statistical average of acting like they have a set of balls and a spine is that we don't have any way to change history. I can't go back in time and do anything to fix it any more than I could originally. But I did I did note back in the 2016 campaign, I was sitting there going, why isn't anyone talking about freedom? Where is Trump and why isn't he talking about freedom in all these debates? Why isn't he campaigning about freedom? Why the hell not? All they're doing is talking about entitlements. Well, they started off the, 20, uh, the, the first two years of Trump's presidency with, Let's give away all kinds of free shit. Let's compete with the Democrats to spend money. And then they realized, folks, that there was a really big, ugly monster in the room. The, the 800-pound gorilla really started putting the hurt on people. Uh, wow. Uh, you are correct, man. but I'm going to say, if we don't try, then we're guilty of taking the next step or the appropriate steps in remedying the situation. Now, I was talking with another person that I know, and I will withhold name because they didn't say, share my opinion with the world, John, you big jerk. <laughs> they said that uh, basically there is no route left for the free states except secession. Based on what happened last night in Mar-a-Lago, Florida, we've been, we've been shown the FBI is beyond repair. They are so well established in Washington that the government there, the Congress, the House, would not defund them, would not pass a, a law. And the president, even if it was Trump, wouldn't sign such a law that he wouldn't disband, defund, defang, detooth and declaw the FBI and smash it into a thousand pieces. They didn't do anything like that in 2016. They won't do it again. They'll never, ever stand up to the lawlessness there. But if they don't, folks, we are done. And that's why many people are saying secession is it. Whether it's secession, civil war, or secession with partisan conflict from one tip to the other of every state. And a huge purge and a fight and a battle ensuing. I don't want to see that. I don't. 
It doesn't mean I'm not prepared for it to happen. I take Uman's point. It's up here, man. I get it. You know, I see what you're talking about. I hope that they grow the balls and can deal with this administratively. I pray that our system can rectify itself, but I doubt it. Still, we must try to do that which is right through the avenues that we have left that are still operable, though they now appear to be crippled, weak, ineffective, and doomed to fail. Truly. Either way, we are prepared to deal with the consequences. Either way, we have food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, and our means of both self-defense and offense to free ourselves, folks, from the jaws of tyranny. It doesn't mean you're going to get away without scratch and bite, right? We're all going to be scratched, folks. We're all going to get bit. It's just how much, how hard, and how hard will you fight back if it comes to that? And they don't like to talk about stuff like this because it sounds scary and violent. It is scary and violent, folks. That's the nature of life. If you're a gazelle in Africa, you can run, you can hide. But if the lion gets its claws into you, if you get run down by the cheetah, it will eat you alive. That is what government is, folks. It is a wild, vicious carnivore. And if it gets a hold of you and you are defenseless, it will eat you alive. You know, I never see a, a lion catch a, an antelope and mercifully end its life. Every time I watch the Animal Planet shows, right, they're eaten alive. They just start tearing into them. You know, every now and then the lucky ones get their necks snapped in the in the jaws of a lion, but shit beyond that. And even things like hippopotamus, right? They're vicious. I think the most deadly animal uh, for humans in Africa is the hippopotamus. Crazy stuff. All right. I think we've got another one or, or we all wrapped up for today, Jolene. Let me know. Um, oh, we got Yankee Watchdog. Can't we start arresting these asshats for dereliction of duty? Um, we, the people. Non-government agents, non-government operatives, non-government employees, non-government officers. No, we cannot. Right? The closest thing we've gotten was spoken just the other day in Florida. Governor DeSantis suspending a state prosecutor for dereliction of duty, malfeasance of office, failure to uphold his oath. Being held accountable, folks, is what we need to happen and it needs to be done by senior law enforcement officials whether we're talking about um governors mayors whether we're talking about sheriffs or the chiefs of police you know sadly we all see these people and we're like you know are they corrupt are they stupid are they being bribed or all of it why do they allow this lawlessness to continue we need to start seeing, and maybe it's going to start down there in Florida, folks, with Governor DeSantis arresting government officials for malfeasance of office. Dereliction of duty, folks, is a crime because people and property is hurt, damaged, lost, and stolen because they failed to do a job that they should have done. 
that they knew about, that they did not take action and did it intentionally. Right? The courts have this thing called the writ of mandamus. Writ of mandamus. It is where you can go to court and say, that person has a job to do. And the court, the court says, <clears throat> you know, writ of mandamus, you will perform. And if that person, that government official who has the job of performing that fail, then they're held in contempt of court, which is in and of itself a crime. So there's a lot of different ways that we can get these people to do their freaking jobs, but it takes the application of power and the willingness to prosecute them and punish them for failure. I don't have any duty and obligation under the U.S. Constitution or any state constitution. The government likes to believe that we owe it allegiance. No, 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 no. Sorry. I don't owe allegiance to the state. The state owes allegiance to us, the people. That's how I see things. The state owes us for supporting it and creating it as our servant. I have a duty and an obligation to defend the state in the event of war, in the event of invasion, in the event of imminent threat. But not because the state is superior to me, but because the state is all of us and we require, right? the safe governance of our states in order to live free lives, right? It's all about us, the people, and our freedoms, not these rich bastards and not these political turds. Anyways, I'm lecturing again, bringing my political, personal philosophies based on legal truths, historical accuracies, common law, and critical thinking. Not allowed, folks. They want to tell you that, well, the state's most powerful. Well, again, that's not true. Right? The most powerful nation on the earth, the United States government, the military, couldn't defeat a bunch of turban-wearing dudes hiding in the deserts of Afghanistan. They could beat them up here and beat them up there, but they couldn't defeat them and what they believed in. And that wasn't an army of millions, folks. No, no, it's probably thousands or tens of thousands. But there are more of us in America, far more than there are people hiding in the hills of Afghanistan. People who have fought in Afghanistan, but are American patriots, fully trained and capable here in the United States of America right now. And they believe in our freedom, our liberty, our flag, our constitution, our declaration of independence, and all the concepts of freedom. And that is who the federal government truly fears, folks. Those who can fight back, who have the will, the way, and the experience. I'm not saying do anything violent, folks. I'm saying get prepared because violence is going to be brought to us. Godspeed. Semper Fi. And chance favors the prepared mind. Aren't you glad you are a prepper? I'll be back tomorrow. I told you this weekend, get ready for some shit. I wasn't wrong, was I? I'll see you soon.